Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. How's it going? You're listening to Hometime with Bush and Richie, Britain's premier musical self-help group on a Thursday afternoon. It's nine minutes past four. Toby in Worcester Park is sending a text during that song saying, I've just got in my car to drive home. And as I turned on the radio, Richie said, so me and Bush are going to whip it out and start using it. He says he's very confused. <laughs> you might have to help uh, Toby out a little bit there, Richie. What are we talking about? Toby, were you listening to the jukebox last Friday? Because if you were, you would have heard Bush and I got a little bit confused by a gentleman who got in touch, said, I'm on my way home, I want this song, please. I'm off to go and buy a pie maker. And we were like, they don't exist, mate. I think we scoffed. We did scoff at the idea of a pie-making machine. Then within five minutes, we had to retract that because we had a quick look online and pie-makers are a thing. Here's the thing. A gentleman called John in Liverpool was listening... (laughs) John in Liverpool. (laughs) And... Bush and I, unsolicited, have today opened up a box and we have received two pie makers. We've got a double pie maker each, which if we were to cook at the same time, we could make four pies between us. 700 watt, that's a combined power of 1400 watt, which might blow this whole studio. Excellent maths, just on the fly there. <laughs> Isn't it good? Uh, and this is the thing, I mean, we didn't realise that this was an actual... Jenny, I feel like we're, we're both quite good with our tech. We kind of keep ahead on things with oh, tech. Yeah. I didn't realise that this was even a thing, and it looks like a Breville machine you might do a cheese toasty in, but you can do pies. Our it's, minds are it's blown. It's quite incredible. Comes with a pastry cutter. Now, we've got to christen these two babies, and that's where you guys come in this evening. Obviously, Richie and I are going to go and try and cook an inaugural pie, a first pie in these things yeah. during the course of the week. Big question is, and you never forget your first pie that you cook in a pie maker, what should it be and why? <coughs> Initial thoughts, Richie, what are you thinking? Uh, steak and Guinness with Stilton. Really? Yeah, what do you mean, really? Stilton? Yeah. Stilton and a pie. Flavours it up a little bit. Oh, Steak, sure. Stilton, Guinness, pie. That's quite That's quite um, Canterbury Tales. <laughs> it tastes good. I, I don't doubt that for a second, but first pie? Steak, Stilton, Guinness. I'm going to go uh, for my normal choice that I would have if I went into a chippy, which is uh, chicken and mushroom pie. I have to say, drab. Really? Yes, I do, yeah. As you can see, we've got quite divergent paths (laughs) on what is an acceptable pie. Uh, This is where you guys come in. Any suggestions as to what you reckon should be our inaugural pie? 8.12.15. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. Princess Raspberry Bray on Hometime. It's Bush and Ritchie, Thursday night, Absolute Radio. I'm so hungry right now. I'm starving even thinking about all these pies. Myriad of pies. Pie talk was dangerous. Hashtag pie chat if you get in touch with us on Twitter. (laughs) Uh, Brilliantly, Ritchie and I have been sent a double pie maker each, which is a hell of a thing. We didn't ask for it. No. Some lovely person sent them in. Uh, so imagine a Breville that you do a cheese toasty in back in the day, or still current day, uh, but like that, but with pies. The big question is, what should be the first pie filling that we make with these new machines? Uh, David and Hackney says barbecue jerk chicken. I thought I was dead set on my steak Stilton and Guinness, but Ooh. I could be persuaded that has got me that. That is straying into territory, uh, obviously from the West Country before I moved over to Leon C or whatever. There's a company in Bristol called Pie Minister. Mm-hmm. They do that kind of good stuff. Name. It's a really good name, isn't it? Good pies like that as well. So that could be a curveball. Diane's coming with another curveball. Uh, she says, why not go for something sweet like cherry? That's not the first thing that comes into my mind when you think pie, sweet pie. Do you know what I mean? Because it's a dessert, I think you've still got to have made a savoury pie in the pie maker first. <laughs> first, there's rules. <laughs> there's rules in life. There's rules and regulations. Yeah. And uh, this person here doesn't leave their name. Oh, Carrie from Milton Keynes says, air and wind pie. That's what we were always told we were having for dinner when we were kids. <laughs> so steak, ale and stilton sounds good, though. Chicken and mushroom is boring. Thank Thanks you. very much. Time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco 
Uber Mobile. Their tariff promise means no price hikes mid-contract, giving you peace of mind. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. If we're not careful, we're going to be reading out pie ideas for a very long time. It'll keep me happy. I would be we, happy about that. <laughs> we should stop, though. Uh, text here, eight twelve fifteen to get in touch. If Richie makes anything other than a lasagna pie, Ooh. he's not doing the right thing. This is something I've been putting forward as an idea for the food market for a very long time Maybe now. the pie maker is your route to market <laughs> with this. It could be. Standard lasagna, which I make, I make the best. You won't find a better one. Standard lasagna encrusted in pastry. And then knocked out from the kitchen, you could do you could do two in each thing. Alongside my coffees that I'm now making. Yeah, honestly, there's like a little cottage industry going yeah, on there. I'll be out of here soon. Oh, thanks very much. Dave from <laughs> Telford says, Hi guys, first pie's gotta be salmon and watercress with a cream sauce. Drabber than your chicken and mushroom. Yep, thanks for I'm getting some stick for that as well. <laughs> also, a few of them have been texting in cream pie. Andrew, Mike, Ben, you know who you are, a little red flag there for the rest of the show as well. All right. We weren't born yesterday. Ron Palmer says, what about pie? It's got to be minced beef potato and English mustard. Superb with a pint of hobgoblin, or that or Abba Ale. Oh. He's got the entire menu set Quite out there. Quite medieval, that setting. Any other stuff, let us know. We'll be cooking these pies pretty soon. Absolute Radio, 30,000 pounds. Payday. Right, look, it's getting serious now because this happens tomorrow, nine o'clock, all done and dusted, and Dave Berry ringing someone to award them £30,000 for the long weekend. Make sure you've got a chance that it could be you. All you got to do, and we would love it if one of you guys won it, all you got to do is text the word WIN to 812.15 right now. That is it, the word WIN to 812.15. And when, when do they get the money in their bank account? Is it like... Close to play tomorrow. Oh, my word. That yeah. is, if, I, if I won that, I'd run down the cash point in the evening, just have a little look. I just have a little look at it there on the screen. I'd like to uh, get some of it out, just some of it out. <laughs> just a little bit out. And uh, bathe in it. <laughs> and just absolutely bathe. Lie on a bed <laughs> yeah. in, a, in an old-fashioned bed and breakfast and just throw it in the air in your pants. No, put it all on the bed and then dive, dive onto, onto it, it and watch it just all sort of like uh, in, in puff your, up. In your pants or fully clothed, that's what I need to know. <laughs> pants. In pants, there you go. Everyone thinks pants. Best of luck, you guys. The Absolute Radio. £30,000 Mayday Payday. This person says Dundee's got loads of cool pies. Our infamous Clarkie's Bakery, it's open 24 hours, has been doing spaghetti bolognese pies, chicken tikka pies, chicken masala pies, Ooh. and our favourite of the last 20 years, a macaroni cheese pie. Spaghetti bolognese pie. That's not a bad I idea. I didn't hear anything past that. My mind just focused. It's up there with the lasagna it one. Is, and yeah. then Architects Le one on Twitter say, uh, you can make two pies at the same time. So steak and ale for the main course and apple pie for pudding. Risky business, you don't want pie bleed. There you go, hashtag pie bleeds. Just imagine steak and ale going into an apple pie. That might work, no, though. No, I can't see it's it. It's like a Sunday roast. Serve up apple pie with a bit of custard and you've got steak and ale. No, that's rank. I'd, I would do that and I'd open a restaurant called Pie Fusions. <laughs> what about that? Uh, now, a uh, celebrity health update. Pete Doherty on the mend after this hedgehog incident. Have oh. you caught up to speed with this? Well, I feel like Pete Doherty's a friend of the show because when we were on Margate doing the thing with the Dave Barry Breakfast Show, we mm. saw Pete Doherty's dog. We did, yes. Didn't we? Yeah. So I feel like we know him via the dog. He was out walking his dogs and his dogs found a hedgehog. Right. Now, he released the hedgehog 
from the dogs uh, by wrapping his hand in a T-shirt. Okay. But unfortunately, the little hedgehog gave Pete Doherty a bit of a cut on his hand through one of his hedgehog spikes. Oh, she didn't nip him, it was just his spikes. Didn't nip him, no, the spikes. Uh, and that got infected. Spent spent three days being looked after in a hospital. Oh, wow. So Pete Doherty has uh, thanked the NHS, described them as angels, which they are. They are. But what an injury to receive off a hedgehog. Now, does that mean that hedgehogs are... What's those dragons called, the big dragon things? Komo- is it a... Komodo dragons. Komodo I was going to say kimono. That's them walking around in just dressing That's, gowns. Yeah, silky ones at that. And they're not frightening at all, those guys. <laughs> but don't they eat, like, off stuff to build up bacteria so that when they nip people, it's their poison? Is I that, did not know that. Is that what hedgehogs have been doing? All these little cute hedgehogs have been getting them wrong the whole time? I'm going to have to look further into this. It's like a mini biological weapon, that, yeah. isn't it? But that is that is a strange animal injury. It is. Which leads us to search for the times you have been injured by an animal. If you can beat Pete Doherty and his three-day hospitalisation just due to a hedgehog... Hell of a thing. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. This was kind of around the same time that the Sonic the Hedgehog movie was announced. Yes, it was. Could be marketing, who knows? (laughs) But have you ever been injured by an animal? Uh, Sean says I got bitten by an over-enthusiastic dolphin on holiday. People didn't believe me when I tried to explain the bruising. Dolphins are lovely creatures. They wouldn't do anything like that, would they? It's our perception. They might just have good PR. Over-enthusiastic. This one here says, Graham in Leeds, my dog dislocated my knee and I was off work for two weeks and couldn't drive for two months. Wow. Just off the dog. And I love this, Chunky Lover on Twitter. Good name. Love Twitter names, says, my son broke two fingers trying to remove a pigeon from a branch of WH Smiths. <laughs> uh, Rachel's hanging on. What did you get attacked by, Rachel? A zebra. A zebra? Not exactly attacked. Yeah, not, not, not exactly attacked. Where were you for a zebra to get you? Right, I was in London Zoo. I was about four years old. Yeah. And they only used to be like wire mesh fencing then. I'm going over like 40 years ago I make myself sound so old and I put my hand in to give him a sweet that's the kind of kid I was different yeah. times but back then, then weren't they different times Zebra's yeah. ate sweet yeah, yeah. Which is a barley sweet and all so that, that says it all doesn't it a barley sweet and um, <laughs> my fingers got tangled in his mouth fingers and, got yeah. tangled in his mouth oh dear oh dear oh, oh dear yeah. Yeah, and I, it, it, I, I haven't got many memories, but that is one of them, so it must have really hurt. Do you think yeah. the zebra was actually just taking offence of being offered such a drab sweet? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and does that put you off, like, Probably all horse-based um, kind of uh, creatures yeah, now? I didn't have no fangs to hand or anything like that, so it was just a barley sweet or nothing. Well, one second, all horse-based animals? Yes, yeah, different kind of horse. <laughs> A horse is a horse. A zebra is a zebra. No, I think it's just there's different types of horses. They're Shy not related. Horse, no, they're not related. Big pony, little pony. So you're thinking a zebra is a striped horse? It's just a fancy... I think you'll find. It's a horse with a fancy outfit. I think you'll find. This is another glaring omission <laughs> from you and the animal kingdom. I think I do have some big problems in this area. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. I had a thought about this band the other day, MGMT. Do you reckon they're called MGMT because that's an abbreviation for management? That's exactly it, I think. Is it? I'm pretty pretty much sure of that. Really? I think so. But they're like kind of cool and groovy and left field. Management wouldn't be what they're called, is it? Which is why they go MGMT. But they're still management. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm making a lot of discoveries on this show today. Yes, you are. <laughs> this is Home Time with Bush and Ritchie. It's Thursday, look. Talk about animal injuries. Jackie in Guildford says, I got bitten by a snail when I was a kid. Snails don't bite. It's just a Norman, normal garden snail. I didn't think snails had teeth, so went to the library, this is pre-internet days, and read a book that they have 250,000 teeth. I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> That's something out of a horror movie, Jackie. Not having that. That is unbelievable. Not having that. Wow. Um, Simon of Victoria in Telford, just wondering what your opinion on a donkey is then. Is that in the horse family? Yeah, let me just very briefly give you an overview of the horse family as far as I see it. You've got different categories of horse, so you've got grown-up horse, baby horses, which are ponies, shire horses, which are bigger than the other two, zebras, because they're horses with different outside bits mm-hmm. on, and then, yeah, donkeys are like... Horses that not quite made it. And any other thoughts on MGMT? Yeah, pretty much management. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. If you finish work just now, are you going home or are you doing something else first before you head back? And I think we want to just celebrate people who, I don't know, do stuff after work. It's your day, isn't it? It's my day. It's your day. This is the bit where I normally, towards the end of this radio show, and no offence to you lot, no offence to Richie, producer, Adam, whatever, I've got my bag on in the last song. (laughs) He absolutely has. He absolutely has and, and vanishes out of the studio door. Speed of light. To go off to a little board game club. <laughs> that, yes. Which is fine. I'm a ner- I am a nerd. There's no <laughs> choice about it. I'm a massive nerd. I love board games. Always have done. It's this thing called London on Board, where they hire out a different pub in London every night of the week. You can go along, have a couple of beers, turn your flipping phone off, play a board game. It's brilliant. That's great. It's good. It makes you feel good. So you are literally uncontactable. Uncontactable. Even on top of that, you're in a basement as well, so it's even harder to get hold of you. That's fantastic. And it's, you know, because it's quite stressful at work, you know, everyone's got stressful lives and stuff, so it's quite nice to have a couple of hours. We just go back to get back to basics with a yeah. board game. But I thought, you know, we celebrated the other day people who managed to cram stuff in before going to work. Yeah. What about a bit of a curveball on the show tonight? If you do something after work that's a bit different, let us know. <laughs> Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. We're being very nosy this evening. Just want to know if you're not going straight home from work, what are you doing instead? We want to hear from you if you're going to clubs. Volunteering. I'm in Huddersfield at the Lawrence Batley Theatre where we're going to be performing in Cats in a sold-out sold theatre. Well, there we go. You were in Stars in Her Eyes for a second. It did then. sound like it for a second. Tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be the front blower from Cats. <laughs> Tell you what, sometimes when you come through those doors or out the wings, it's almost like being on Stars in Your Eyes. <laughs> oh, what are you in Cats? Are you in, are you in Leotard and then roller skates? Oh, yes, we're all in Leotards. Um... I play three roles in that. I, I'm Admetus, who's part of the chorus, and I'm a Rumpus Cat and also Macavity. <laughs> uh, is, there, is there a line from an iconic song that yes. you can quickly belt out to us tonight, uh, imagining that uh, there's still a few tickets available and we need to come? Jazz hands at the ready. <laughs> go on. Here we go, Adam. There's a whistle down the line at 11.39 when the night mill's ready to depart. Saying, Skimble, where is Skimble? Has he gone to hunt the thimble? We must find him or the train can't start. Keep going, Adam. (laughs) 
I think that's his <laughs> <name>. <laughs> I'm done now. Adam, that was very, very impressive, and I understand why it's a sellout. Yes. <laughs> Glad you enjoyed it. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Jamie Acas says, can you do a shout-out to the team at RTE? They're getting some office pizzas in, then they're going bowling with work. Living the dream. That is amazing. Uh, Bex in Hockley, I've finished work and I'm now off to fire-eating practice. Whoa. Seriously. That's one to beat. And then, guys, I'm off to buy some pink fabric to dye uh, four bras in readiness for decorating tomorrow. As myself, my two sisters and my daughter are doing the London Moonwalk next week, a 26-mile charity walk in aid of breast cancer in your bra through the night. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Just a few songs stand between you and the lasagna or whatever you're having. It's 5.34, good to have your company. The Hard Rock Hotel London is now open. We are giving you the chance to win a weekend away for two, plus 500 quid spending money. It's in central London. That pays tribute to former residents, such as Jimi Hendrix and Bob Dylan and Stevie Wonder and many more. Uh, Hard Rock Hotel London comes with 900... Stylish rooms and suites. Still can't get over that. It's amazing. 900 rooms. Uh, two bars, uh, a lively hard rock cafe with live music and a rock shop. Behind the scenes, Richie and myself have been helping build the hotel and cafe, yeah. as you're probably aware. Road <laughs> testing it with some of the biggest names in rock and roll, giving them first try and all that. Uh, we've been inundated with guests since its launch, so much so we've even had to put on some gloves and help clean the rooms. Uh, yesterday we did exactly that and a rock star left their room in a bit of a mess. The only problem is we couldn't remember their name. Here's what happens. <laughs> hey, Richie, look what I've just found. A leather jacket just hanging on a rocking chair. You what, Bush? You sound half the world away. I can't hear you. What did you say, Richie? I'm just cleaning the bathroom. Look what I found. An eyebrow waxing strip. That's just grim. Well, while I was hoovering the bedroom, I found this. A big book called... The Master Plan. <laughs> How odd. Some might say it's a bit smelly in here. Let's give it a bit of that. <laughs> Who would stay in a room like this? David, it's over to... No. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Right, let's go to the phones and find out who is playing. Who is this? Hello, Richie. <laughs> You're going to have to give me a name there, my friend. <laughs> Sorry, mate, it's Mark. Mark, Mark. <laughs> how are you, Mark? Hello, Mark. Oh, I'm very well, thanks. Uh, right, Mark, where are you this evening? What are you up to? Uh, I'm literally at the St. Boring. I've just finished being outside the nursing home, going to visit my mum. Oh, God bless you. What's your mum's name? Um, my mum's name's Jean. Fantastic. Do you take her stuff? Do you, do you bring her gifts when you go and visit yeah, her in nursing home? Yeah, I plenty of um, chocolates and cakes, and so I have to feed her, so I feed myself as well. So one oh, yeah. for her, two for me. You know. What do you call that, Richie, when you have a bit of whatever you're having because you've picked it up on the way? Driver's tax. Driver's tax. What it's called, Mark. <laughs> That's this, what it right, is. Right, let's find out who do you think was in that room, Mark? I think it was Noel Gallagher. Let's find out. He was indeed. He was. Mark, it's a congratulations to you. You have won a weekend away for two, plus £500 spending money. 
brilliant. Thanks ever so much. <laughs> oh, it sounds like you do a great job there and you deserve a bit of a break for yourself as well. Oh, that's brilliant. I, I really appreciate it. That's fantastic news. Thanks ever so much. Wow. No worries, Mark. Congratulations. Hard Rock Hotel London, book now, because everyone wants to be treated like a rock star. And here's the new record from the man himself. Special guest on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show this morning. Watch the best bits on our Facebook page now. It's Noel Gallagher, Black Star Dancing on Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. Semi-sonic on Hometime, it's Bush and Ritchie. Thursday night on Absolute Radio. Do you ever go for a period of time where you're incredibly absent-minded and you make lots of mistakes? (laughs) Yes. I've got that going on right now at the moment. Uh, Within the past seven days, this is the God's honest truth, I've started to put things away in... Uh, completely the wrong place. Do you know, like, where an item shouldn't be in a million years. So you're trying to do the right thing, but you're just making a mess of it. Trying to tidy up and do the right thing, but then my girlfriend's texting me later on in the day saying, have you put this here? And then sent me a photo of it. Let me give you two examples. I put the pepper grinder in our glass cabinet. So you know that like, cabinet where you keep all your fancy wine glasses or... Oh, so not in the kitchen, sort of like a glass cabinet in... In the, in the lounge. Wow. In the lounge where our whiskey glasses are and stuff like that as well. <laughs> pepper grinder right in the middle. Whiskey and pepper, I'm not seeing it. Weird, isn't it? Like I'm making some kind of cocktail. And then bef- the couple of days before that, um, I put the, you know, the kind of ceramic pot that you put all your tea bags in, you decant them yeah, out of yeah, the main yeah, box. Yeah. I stuck that in the shelf where the, the milk would normally go, in the fridge. <laughs> I reckon this is a three-strike thing. I reckon one more. I'm going to have to go and have a little word with myself. Chilled tea bags. I know. Let's try that if that's the way forward. Again, all the best you know, intentions. Mrs Doubtfire trying to tidy around the house and everything. But what's going on with that? I am a serial bringer of the Sky Remote into work in my, uh, in my rucksack. <laughs> have you brought it? It's a, it's a good job. There are two at home in the lounge. Yes. But the number of times I'm sort of like getting my... Because what I will do about half an hour before I need to leave, yeah. I will get myself ready for work. So it all goes in there. You know, the, uh, the the glasses, the, the wallet, all that kind of stuff, the comb, the shoehorn, all go in the bag. Yeah. Uh, and then the number of times, just by mistake, Sky Remote. In Sky Remote straight. I wonder what you were going to say then with your, because I do this sometimes if you've got like handful, baby, all that kind of stuff. I quite frequently put the Sky Remote back pocket and it's ended up in some <laughs> weird places like that as well. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. There's no way of saying glasses cabinet without sounding like a retired colonel. There's <laughs> the cabinet from Ikea where you put your whiskey glasses. I was very, very tempted to pick you up on that early. It, it does sound very posh. I'm not J.R. Hartley. <laughs> well... <laughs> Does sound like it. I'm sat by the fire, watching, stoking my pipe. You made clear this was a glasses cabinet that wasn't in the kitchen. It was in the lounge. It was where you kept stuff. And now I've put pepper grinder in there, and then I put the ceramic pot. We have our tea bags in, and put that in the fridge. So if you've done something absent-minded like that, do get in touch with us this evening. Bryony and Peterborough though does make a very good point. We do need to pause proceedings and say, uh, uh, she says, Bush, are you just going to skip over the fact that Richie brings a shoehorn to work? (laughs) You're mentioning what you put in your bag before you leave the house. Occasionally, you've accidentally put the Sky remote in there. Yes, I have many but times. Shoehorn did go by, and I thought you were throwing in shoehorn for comedic effect. No, 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 no. Where, so I'm wearing trainers today, so I don't have the shoehorn with me because I'll happily slip them on and off. But right. if I've got you're my, a if I've got my uh, my smarter <laughs> shoes on, I would pack a shoehorn. What? What? 
do you use a shoehorn for? I, I don't think I've ever used a shoehorn in my entire to life. To get your smart shoes on and off. But so you, you just pull the, the back down. No, you don't, you don't want to ruin the back of them. I've obviously got smarter shoes than you. I don't think anyone in 2019 uses a shoehorn, bar the people who run shoe shops, because they don't want to damage the stock. I think you'll be really, really surprised. I think I'm I think pretty confident on this. you just made yourself look like a fool. I won't. I was right on horses and zebras earlier on. I'm right on this. <laughs> do you know anyone else who's got a shoehorn? In this building, no. Do you know any... Have you got any friends that's got a shoehorn? Well, I don't ask. <laughs> I don't ask. <laughs> it's not the kind of thing you ask someone, is it? <laughs> Sue in Mersham says, I once put a bar of soap in the fridge and Lorna in Salford, I always muddle up the oven and washing machine, tried to roast jeans, not good. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. And you got to fight for your right to party. What an apt song to lead off what we're about to talk about. <laughs> when we started this show, we made a big deal about promising you that it was your show. It was a show for the people, by the people, for the, the people. people. Uh, we were wanting to talk here about when you put the wrong item in the wrong place and you guys just want to talk about shoehorns. Now, personally, <laughs> that makes me delighted. I can't believe this. Uh, Richie owns a shoehorn. Bryony pointed out, uh, quite rightly, uh, is Richie really a shoehorn? owner. I thought he was just saying it for comedic effect. We then got onto the thing that uh, I, I surely no one else in the United Kingdom you you are quite a, no I don't mean an unusual chap but you have, you have your ways don't I have you, my ways and I'm happy with my he's ways. He's happy with his ways but I, I didn't think it was widespread this shoehorn ownership but Man, it seems like I've never seen so many texts come in about one thing like that. Uh, Kevin in Bristol. He's a shoehorn quite often. Helps my uh, brogues and Timberland boots. They're very stiff. I'm with Richie. Um, but just get the back of the shoe with your thumb and then pull it out. Get your foot in. Uh, Bush Richie, my 12-year-old Jacob, uses a shoehorn every weekend to get his football boots on. Joe Wakeford. There you are, look. You've got Premier League footballers probably using shoehorns and you're rid ridiculing them. If he gets on to be a good footballer in the future, I'm going to turn up as an old fella in a Q&A and then... <laughs> Remind him of that. Uh, Greg says, Bush and Ritchie, I have a long-handled shoehorn from Ikea. Uh, they're 95p. I've got them all over the house, front and back doors, car, work locker. My sons use them all the time and their shoes now last a lot longer. Greg, I have to tell you, I have the oh. long-handled one as well. I've got your traditional one, which is about probably uh, uh, maybe the size of, a, of an iPad or a child's ruler. Right. But then I also have your, your Ikea long-handled one basically going up to your, your, your waist. Um, I didn't know any of this stuff existed. <laughs> Trust me, I'll treat you on for Christmas. Oh, that's going to be brilliant. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, their tariff promise means no price hikes mid-contract, giving you peace of mind. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Paul Weller on the Home Time Show. This is Absolute Radio on a Thursday night. Bad news for Paul Weller. Oh, actually, I don't know whether necessarily it is bad news. Paul Weller has not made it into the 2019 Funeral Music Top Ten. <laughs> I think Paul <laughs> probably over the moon with that one. He's well, fine. Know. You probably still get royalties if you're getting played in a public place. I, I wonder, as an artist, like then, are you are you annoyed if you don't make the list, or are you are you kind of glad you swerved it slightly? Do you know what I mean? It's quite <laughs> hard though. If someone picks the you know one of your songs to be their final track, that's probably quite an honour, isn't it? I imagine. I think it probably is. Uh, this has been put together by the very good people at Co-op Funeral Care. Oh, hello there. Uh, do you want to take a, take a guess at anything? 
anything that might pop up on the 2019 Funeral Music Top 10. What about, what's that Brian Adams song that was number one for Donkey's Years? And Everything I Do, I Do, do it, it For, for you, you does not make the top ten, oh. I'm afraid. Meatloaf, I Do Anything For Love, but I'm not doing that. At a funeral? I don't know, yeah. That's a ridiculous suggestion, it's not in there. There must be a bit of meaty in there. There's meatloaf no meat. Must, There's no meat. No meat in the list at all. Eric Idle at ten, always look on the bright side. You've got Dame Vera Lynn, We'll Meet Again at nine. That's what my nana from Liverpool's final song was, God bless Good her. Choice. New entry for Westlife, You Raise Me Up. Oh, no. Uh, Unforgettable, Nat King Cole at seven. Another new entry, Ed Sheeran here, Supermarket Flowers. Really? Yes. See, this is the thing. You're thinking about your final kind of performance in many ways. Do you want people blubbering and crying or you know, do you want to get tears going or do you want to have a laugh with like the Eric Idle Monty Python one do you know what I mean I think it's going more tears here Robbie Williams Angels at five Bette Midler's Wind Beneath My Wings at four get out of town Eva Cassidy Over the Rainbow at three Real Tear Jerkers at the top Andrea Pacelli and uh, Sarah Brightman's Time to Say Goodbye at two <laughs> God Oh, mate. And uh, still at number one, Frank Sinatra's My Way, which you could say is a bit of a nod to humour again. That's kind of like slowly can-can kicking out the door, mm. but um, the one about wind beneath my wings, you'd be laughed out of the crematorium. Well, look, let's 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 take some suggestions. We've got the jukebox tomorrow. Yeah. Pick a song from the Absolute Radio playlist, so that does wipe out quite a lot in that top ten. <laughs> a song from the Absolute Radio playlist that you want to head out of this life to. Yeah, keep it positive. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Right to reply. You can get in touch now. We can become pen pals. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. As we draw to the end of the show, we like to offer you the chance to have a right to reply. Yeah. Uh, it can be about something that's happened in the previous three hours or something if you're just catching up on a podcast that might be from longer ago than that. Yesterday, we were talking about uh, our, our mutual love for the smell of tarmac. Oh, I love a bit of tarmac smell. John in Staleybridge gets in touch. Guys, you were talking about your favourite smells. My mum and dad live near a tarmac factory, but also near an industrial bakery. Depending on which way the wind is blowing, you either get really hungry or have the urge to lay a drive. (laughs) Either way, it's lovely to visit. There's something very special about living near or in the proximity of a place that's got a smell to it. For me, in terms of my formative years, grew up in the West Country, so uh, we were in Brixham in Devon, which has got a fishing port. So certain days of the week you get this unbelievable smell of, like, fish and mackerel and all that kind of stuff. And also spent a number of years in Trowbridge, which used to be the home of Usher's Brewery. Oh, nice. So you get that hoppy smell. Now, I used to live in Bournemouth. Uh, You may well visit it for a a weekend or a holiday this summer. As you drive on the main dual carriageway into town, there's a big sign that says, Welcome to Bournemouth. Now even on a massive bridge, you can't miss the fact that you are hitting town. However, at the same time that you're on that road, driving past the Welcome to Bournemouth sign, on the left-hand side is the sewage treatment works, (laughs) and on the right-hand side is a pig farm. So if you've got your aircon on on your windows, you, you, you see this sign that says Welcome to Bournemouth and you are hit by the worst smell ever. What a terrible association. I was not expecting that. Ah. I thought you were going to say you can smell the sea from five miles away. Sadly not. So just to summarise, what are the two things you smell on the way into Bournemouth? Uh, sewage treatment and a pig farm. Fantastic. I'll book my weekend break now. It's the podcast has officially come to an end. 